Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. I'm Liam Maklem, KCBS foodie chap at Chile Lindo Kitchen Culture and the Mission, San Francisco. Paula Tejera. Paula, how are you, love? Great, great. We- Welcome. Thank you so much. We have company, my friend, for many, many, many years. I don't know anyone who loves food more than I do. Yes, I do. She's right here with me, Marcia Galiadi, Table Harper. Marcia, how are you? Que bueno. Uh, (laughs) I am fantastica right here at Chile Lindo, feeling the kitchen culture vibes. I have not stopped grinning since the moment we walked in here. Uh, Literally, our noses led us here. Let's go to the name first. Chile Lindo, Kitchen Culture. What's behind the name? What's it all about, Paula? Well, I own Chile Lindo for almost 28 years. Chile Lindo is a Chilean folk expression. We say Chile Lindo uh, the way we would say Yankee Doodle Dandy in the United States, uh, which means beautiful Chile. Uh, And then when I got my kitchen right across the street from the original shop, which is a little 10 by 20 coffee shop, I decided I was looking for a name and I went to the Roxy Theater and watched the life of um, the famous dancer, um, uh, the ballet dancer that defected Nureyev. Rudyov Nureyev, yeah. Yes, which has a connection with uh, Chile because Clara was the woman that actually pushed him when he defected in France. And she was Chilean from the, you know, KGB to the French police. Anyway, but they were talking about how when he lived in the Soviet Union, when they got together to talk freely, that was called kitchen culture. And I said, that's what I'm going to call my kitchen, Chile Lindo Kitchen Culture. And I went back and forth with a lot of names. And finally, it kind of sticked. Well, here we are. Uh we have a little history, history that goes back, but your history, as you said, 28 years ago, but early on in your days, you were going to the bars, uh, you were going to the cafes, uh, the streets of the mission, selling your empanadas, and there's a, there's a fan outside beeping his horn. Uh, <laughs> For the girl from empanada. <laughs> the girl from empanada, he knows you're here. What makes a great empanada? Chilean style, Chilean style. Well, uh, ingredients will make any the the food is all about the ingredients but the great empanada is the dough the dough uh you have to have like a good baguette fresh and someone that 
loves dough. Uh, and, and that's really up to each baker. You know, sometimes you get bakers that they don't want to give your se their secrets to anyone because they have a special relationship with dough. Uh, and that has been, you know, with my staff, I, all of them really, really, really have traditional relationship with dough because a lot of my staff is from, uh, Anna is from Guatemala. They make, tortillas so there is a special love affair with dough and dough is what's gonna make the difference with your empanadas mine has a secret that i will tell both of you is that wait, i wait, wait breaking news we're about to share a secret <laughs> newsflash secret now <laughs> yes i cut the um crisco with olive oil so the crisco gives it the crunch and the olive oil gives it the flavor and this way it's not so heavy. That's why my empanadas are light, you know. That's it. I didn't uh, know it, that's awesome. You know, it would be naughty not to have a bite. Before we do, with every bite, with everything you serve, there is a story. I wanna know about your connection to the empanada. What are your earliest memories? Was there someone in your family who made these for you growing up? What's your connection to the empanada? Well, you know, uh, I don't want to disappoint anyone, but I grew up in New York City. Yeah. Uh, we, we eat empanadas in Chile on Sundays, and it's a very traditional food because you... Chileans own the empanada the way the Peruvians own ceviche or Argentinians el asado. But, and we celebrate the Chilean independence with, with empanadas. But the truth is that when I bought Chile Lindo, which was already Chile Lindo, it was Chile Lindo since 1973 and it changed hands three times. Different Chilean women basically owned it, except the previous owners only made empanadas for their Chilean customers and they had it as a coffee shop and sandwich store. I was the one that made it into a Chilean food for the overall market. Yeah. Uh, and the, 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 um, the, the reason that it ended up with the empanadas is because I had a much broader menu, but what I realized is that what was really making a name for me was the empanada. That's what people came back for. Back then, we used to make churrasco steak sandwiches, which is also, they're very delicious, very typical. And then in 2009, so this I started in 95, but then in 2009, when the economy crashed and there were a number of things happening, the street food movement started. Yeah. And I became part of the street food movement. And I had just graduated from Mills in the, in the literature department. And everybody was asking me, what are you doing running around with a basket of empanadas? But, you know, you do what you have to do when you're an entrepreneur. And I needed to generate sales. And I needed to be out there. And next thing I know... I wasn't the only one with that idea. Twitter was coming into the scene and the street movement was, you know, at, through Twitter, we were letting people know where we were and I got my AKA as the girl from Empanada. Which we love and I'm here for your Empanada. This is the moment. 
Well, C and I get to try your empanada right here. Talk us through it. What's it all about? So the one you're tasting is called Gol al Merken. And the reason it's called Gol is because this is the traditional Chilean empanada that I came up with for Copa America, which was played in 2016. And in the United States for the first time, it was the centenary of the America's Cup. And it was the first time that it was played in the United States. And I introduced Merken into the traditional Chilean empanada and created Gol al Merken empanada for those tournaments, which I produced at Slate Bar here, packed the house, and Chile won. Yeah, I know. Uh, And your official taste testers are here. Marcia's gone first. Mm -hmm. Marcia, your reaction. And by the way, on the menu, this will be described as and named as this empanada? Gol al Merken. And Merken is a spice from Patagonia. The one that I get is Kilumiyi from Isabel Levio. She lives in a Mapuche reservation, which are... The in, Mapuches are the indigenous people of um, Chile and Argentina. She is phenomenal. She does everything from growing the chili peppers that are called ajica chocabra, which means the horns of a goat because they're skinny. And then... And curving. And curved, yes. Exactly. Yes. And then she smokes them on her rooftop, and then she grows the cilantro to get the coriander, and it's just um, chile, we call it ají. In chile, we call ají chile peppers, and then the coriander and salt, and and smoked, and you smoke the chili pepper, and that is what makes this merkens so special. Well, with all that love, yeah. the depth of flavor, the verdict, Marcia. Oh, no, this is hands down and has been for a long time my favorite oh. empanada to get from Chile Lindo. As a Chile lover, both the country and <laughs> the pepper, um, what I love is the smoky hit that you get from the merken. Um, I have always adored the empanada itself, and now I know partly because of the olive oil in it, it gives it that beautiful texture. Um, and then the pino that Paula makes with the, the ground beef and the hard-boiled egg and the olive and the raisins, it just gets such a nice boost with the merken. Uh, it's the ultimate handheld snack. So just to, to give context, we are on 16th Street at Cap. So I play this game where sometimes I would be driving by, and if I can find parking easily, I'm able to just run up get an empanada, and cruise home. It's like my favorite little snack on the fly. Well, you said it, a smoky hit. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. It's still dancing on my tongue, yes. that little smoky hit. And Love it the kind p- of sneaks up on you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm going to say it. This is the best empanada I've ever had. Seriously. Thank and you. it is that smoky hit. It is uh, you know, also the olive. It's, of course, I, lo- I, love, I love my ground beef. Uh, as you said earlier, it's really also about the pastry. It's not too heavy. It's reasonably light. Yep. And I'm going in for a third bite. Yeah. Do excuse. And then uh, let's talk also about the, the pebre, right? Yeah. Uh, which is almost like a salsa that she makes on the side. Um, and it has the cilantro in it and tomato. And it gives it this nice acidic hit that just lifts up the beef. So for me, like, this is the perfect balanced bite. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the pebre is like... Uh, 
people know chimichurri much more mm-hmm. in, in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And pebre is like the Chilean version of chimichurri. Uh, the Argentinians use parsley and the Chileans use cilantro. Yeah. And that's one of the big differences between pebre and chimichurri. And we also dress our salads with lemon. Mm. Most salads in Chile just have a squirt of yeah. lemon, olive oil, and salt. Mm. And that's the dressing of the our pebre. Well, as Marcia said, it lifts it up, it brightens it up. Um, Epidales can sometimes get a little dry. Not this one. Uh, and this whole combo. Thanks, Lard. Thanks, Lard. <laughs> Thanks, Lard. And thank you, Lard. Uh, perfectly balanced. The perfect empanada. Oh, my gosh. I know. We have to go on to dish number two yes. here. Um, oh, my word. Yeah. Uh, talk us through this hug of love that we just tasted. What do we have here? This is called chupe de camarón. Chupe is a name for a stew that has breadcrumbs. So it has a little bit, of, it's a little drier. Um, chupe is traditionally made in the clay, baked in clay uh, dishes, pots, casserole. Like a clay, exactly. a clay pot, yeah. Yeah, clay pots, uh, uh, individual clay, clay dishes. Uh, and the traditional ones in Chile is abalone, chupe de loco. That's the most traditional. And then there's also very traditional chupe de jaiba, which would be crab. But when I saw what I would have to charge for chupe de jaiba yeah. <laughs> or abalone, People I said... would be crabby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 it would not get a good reception. Yeah. So uh-huh. I came up with the closest thing, which is shrimp. Yeah. And it, this has a lot of ingredients, um, which include... Wine, garlic, garlic, lots of herbs in here. Herbs. Um, You put cream in here too, right? Cream and milk. Milk, cumin, oregon, asiago cheese, parmesan cheese, and the breadcrumbs, a little bit of parsley, bell pepper, paprika. I know, and this little, all these ingredients come together. A flavor bomba. Yes, it is. It's a little hot tub of love. And (laughs) it has to be accompanied by the perfect bread. What makes this bread perfect, and what is the perfect bread to go with your? Chupe shrimp. de camarón. Yeah, chupe de camarón. So with the chupe de camarón, it has to have the perfect bread. Why is this bread perfect? Well, this is a fox and lion baguette. Uh, we talk shop all the time with our local, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, business owners, restaurant owners, bakers. And I always want to see how I can support the local you know, community as much as possible. Her bread is absolutely delicious and it works perfect. And this is a very small portion, but is very rich and filling. So with a little bit of lemon and the fox and lion baguette uh, and chupe, it's a a really, it hits the spot. Chupe de camarón. This would be the perfect little party treat to have like if you're having people coming over for appetizers and wine like pick up three or four of these and you're going to be very popular (laughs) how about four or six how about six or eight how about nine or ten um why have why have i waited 50 plus years of my life to come here and enjoy this chupe to come along i mean i love shrimp but i love every little bit of naughty goodness in this little bowl here uh again talk about cooking with love and it's all here. I mean, yeah. Marcia, yeah. take me back to the first time you had this. 
Well, what's interesting is this is something new that she's serving now that we ha- she has the Chile Lindo kitchen culture because now she has a full kitchen here. And may we add, the ovens are from Luca Ravioli. This place to me is such a heart of the mission business for many reasons. You come in here, um, Paula was really good friends with the former owner, so they also have the, um, the marble counter from Luca Ravioli in here. You come in, there's a little bag from Ticus. Uh, there's so much memorabilia with uh, Lawrence Ferlinghetti and North Beach. And so Paula, to me, is a true um, beacon of San Francisco culture and bohemia and her love of film and art and music. And so... And preservation. Yes. And kitchen culture. I mean, as speaks to the name... It's all here within these walls. So many stories. The, the, the name really fit. The name Kitchen Culture really fit because it's really a kitchen. But, you know, where does culture begin for people? How do we introduce our cultures in the United States that we come from so many different parts of the world? We start with the food and then you move on and introduce other aspects. Yeah. But that is the door that opens and... You know, I always, my background is, was really television production, writing, and literature, and for, you know, for one of those interesting reasons, I ended up with Chile Lindo, and I thought, somebody has to create a space that presents Chilean culture in San Francisco, and opens the doors, not only to Chilean culture, but South American, because if you're from Chile, you're also promoting Argentina and Peru. You have these connections. Well, key two words, Chilean culture in San Francisco. Right. And I know you're a proud Chilean, but you are a proud San Franciscan as well. So to come in here, it's not just your history from Chile. It's a history of you being here in this country, but more so in San Francisco. Yeah, and New York City, yeah. which is yeah. actually where I was born. Yeah. So yeah. I have the New Yorker that understands the immigrant experience in the United States, that for so many Chileans, it's very strange. They're like, she's selling empanadas and she thinks she's going to be brand ambassador and conquer, you know, all of San Francisco. I'm an, I'm an Irishman with an English accent, so I'm conflicted as well. But you're not. I am. Uh, let's move uh, to our sweet ending, the piece de resistance. Uh, talk us through this Naughty, sweet treat. Our prince. Our prince, Uh, yes. It's called Principitos, or Chilenitos, or Dulces Chilenos. And that's made with a homemade, you know, the the crack, the the wafer, wafer, exactly, Uh in the bottom. It's, It's only made with flour, egg yolk, and a little bit of orange juice. So it has no sugar and no butter, so it's light. Wait, 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 sorry. Hold the presses. A dessert with no sugar. Uh, well, one and no part butter. Dulce de leche is like, I am bringing the sugar, baby. So it's all about balancing the flavor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this wafer, it's a, it, it, when you bake, it becomes a little bit of a cup yeah. where you put the dulce de leche, on top of that, you put meringue. Then you bake it very low temperature so the outside of the meringue gets crispy and the inside, it's still soft. And creamy. Mm-hmm. 
And creep me. Cue yeah. the merengue music. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Different reference. Uh, my God, Marcia, please talk us oh, through yeah. it. Well, this is definitely a dessert for people with a sweet tooth. Uh, it is an absolute <laughs> sugar spike right now. <laughs> I actually would love this with some coffee. I yeah. think it would be fantastic. Um, but I really am a fan of uh, crunchy textured desserts oh, yeah. as well. So th- I love the different layers of it. And um, it also has the cutest little name. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> but she has all kinds of treats here. So you can hear Paula banging around in the background because yeah. she's about to bring over the, the, the torta of tortas. And she also has her alfajores. And all, so there are many meringue desserts here. Uh, and thousand layered cake. Yeah, thousand we, we, layer so cake thousand layer cake. Paula, uh, as we wrap up here, talk us, well, talk us through what did you just bring to the table? Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, my eyes are popping out of my head as I look at this. Uh, what so do we have? This is everybody's favorite in Chile. It's called torta de merengue, lucuma. And some people put lucuma, others don't. But the key is the chantilly cream, the meringue layers, and raspberry. Uh, I put also lucuma together with the chantilly cream, which I use Strauss family or uh, organic uh, cream, whipping cream. We make it in-house, of course. I use Madagascar vanilla, very little, and I have down the amount of sugar so that it's never over, the, so it's not too sweet. Yeah, yeah. And, and then it combines perfect with the meringue and the raspberry. You know, the joyful part of Marcia being here is she gets to taste first. Um, I get her reaction. <laughs> well, I, excuse me, as I'm talking with my mouth full. So I enjoyed a slice of this the last time. And this dessert is right up my alley because you get the nice, it's almost like an Italian semifreddo because you get this nice, creamy, cool layer uh, with the meringue. And, I, and then the fruit with the raspberry is fantastic. And then the lucuma, I know you also support La Copa Loca, right. uh, the gelateria, which is where she gets the lucuma from. Um, this dessert, I had a friend over for dinner. I had a couple slices for us. She lost her mind. Yeah, um, okay. yeah no, it's a very special dessert. I'm losing my mind right yeah, now. Yeah, no. This one, this one... This one's for the dessert lovers. <laughs> I mean, my word. Mm-hmm. If you want to seal a date and you're on a first date, bring someone over and then bring this out. Uh, it'll be the closer. I'm going to call this cake the closer because... The way to yeah. a man's heart yes. is through his stomach. Yes. No, yes. seriously. It, it, it is um, it, it, the Australians... Because I'm also selling empanadas at Key's Jazz Bistro now. And when their chef went on vacation, I was their guest chef uh, for a week. And I took this cake. And they're from Australia. And they're like, the pavlova. This is a real pavlova, which is an Australian cake. And you'll find, yeah. And uh, I remember having pavlova when I was in New Zealand as well. So Let me tell you, this this cake will change your life. Uh, no, we're about to have a little. A little we're about to have a, a fork a fight. Four, yeah. be, be, be careful how you say it. Uh, I have to wrap up uh, by asking you, what are we drinking? Uh, of course, it has to be a Chilean wine, right? Shall we? Chilean wine. One more time. Salud. Ding, ding, dong. Salud. Uh, salud. What's in the bottle? So this is Casa Patronales Carmenere. Carmenere is an interesting story because. 
the, for years, everyone thought that the Carmenere grape had disappeared um, because of the phylloxophera around the world. And mm. when Chileans started, they thought they had excellent Merlot, but when they started to export their wines and think of themselves as serious winemakers that could compete internationally, someone, I believe from France, if I'm not wrong, came and noticed this grape is not Merlot, this grape is the Carmenere, which we thought was extinct. So the only ones that have Carmenere uh, are, are uh, Chileans. They were the, the ones that ha had the grape. And the reason is because Chile, during those years, was so isolated. Chile has always been an island country because it has the mountain range, the Andes. The north is the desert, and then the Pacific on the west, and Patagonia on the south. So the Central Valley, which is the same climate and geography as California to the south, their mirror image, yeah. has much of the same agriculture that we have here in California. But What a lovely poetic story. The grape lives. The grape lives That's, on. That Chilean spirit. Yes. Uh, we survive, we thrive, we live, and, and go forth we do. Um, and it's perfuming the room, too. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm here. <laughs> well, listen, I have to tell you, Paula, uh, Marcia, uh, Marcia led me here. Um, it's great to re reunite with you here, Paula, um, to be here and to enjoy all this incredible food. Uh, I know for you, We talk about storytelling and, yes, journalism and writing, but your story is right here in yes. every single dish. Yeah, the, uh, the, the brand ambassador here uh, trying to bring Chile to San Franciscan. And I can't thank Marcia enough for everything she does for us. I'm going to raise a glass to Marcia. Uh, to Marcia. Right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To San Francisco. To San Francisco. She is the real we're, spirit we're, of San Francisco. Well, we're at this table because we love this city. Uh, and exactly. we, are, we are embedded deeply. We, we all put stakes in the ground here many years ago. We're going nowhere. For those who've never been here to... Chile Lindo Kitchen Culture. Why should they come? Well, right now, I am open Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, 10 to 6, but the space is available for private events anytime, any evening, when it's not open to the public. And I'm usually working here during the week, so a lot of my customers just call me, are you there? Can we get an empanada? <laughs> Chileans especially buy empanadas by the dozen. That's very typical. You buy a dozen empanada, the price is a little bit lower by the dozen, and you take them home and you have them on Sundays or when you don't want to cook a big meal and you just want to relax, you just take you one from the how freezer. How many kinds here? You have like seven? Six. six. Six yeah, kinds. including a vegan one, yes. which is really impressive. Yes. Uh, Early so, on, yeah. I had a vegan. I, I, yeah. I, I understand that in San Francisco, you have to have a vegan empanada, and it's a plant-based vegan, so that vegetarians and vegans can taste the traditional recipe. And I have had vegetarians tell me, this is not, you gave me meat. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It has the raisins. It has the olive. It has all the ingredients of the traditional, except the egg. Yeah. But it's a plant-based yeah. beef empanada. And I just want to add that, you know, we're on 16th Street and Cap. So you, you could walk right by this place and never know. And then you open up the door and you are in this salon 
of music and culture. Like you'll hear the music. There's always music on when you come in here. I see bongos. Yeah, and a piano and a vintage sound system. And so it's just one of these discoveries that I love about living in the city and especially in the mission. This reminds me of the San Francisco I fell in love with when I moved here 29 years ago. So. And the fact yeah. is, folks... And we're still here. Yeah, we're still here. Uh, we're, we're lucky enough to have a culinary treasure box. But so many people, they keep those treasures for themselves and don't share them. We love to share our favorite places. Marcia, you brought me here today to meet Paula uh, and to hear your story through food. So now, folks, you know where to come for the best empanadas on the planet. You won't be disappointed. Comfortably empanadas, but stay for... Chupa de camarón. Chupa de camarón. I'm ordering a lot to go. Yeah, uh, people have birthday parties, uh, yeah. cakes, you yeah. know. How about, how about just a Monday night? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm booking a Monday night party. You win, Marcia? I'm in. I'll, I'll be popping bottles. <laughs> Thank you, you so, Paula. so Paula. very much. Paula, we adore you. Thank you. More on Paula's story. Uh, Chile Lindo, Kitchen Culture, 16th Street in the Mission. Friends, do yourself a favor. Uh, come on by. You'll be happy you did. More at kcbsradio.com and click on Foodie Chap. More empanadas, please. <laughs> Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.